Cause she's got her own obligations And so, and so Hey, kings and queens, welcome back to the Think About Us podcast. This is Willie. And I'm Fiona. My queen. My king. I had to slow it down. It's mm-hmm. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, you looking all right over. <laughs> you silly. Hey, <laughs> won't you go on and uh, throw it moo moo on so we can... Uh, go half on a baby. Go half. You silly. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, my queen? How was your week? Babe, my week, <laughs> my week has been filled with highs and lows. Mm-hmm. I am good, but I am also extremely tired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, I'm good. Well, which is kind of why we're recording a day early. A day early, yeah. Yeah, so. So, your week, I mean, you said you had highs and lows. Oh, my week has been full of highs and lows. Um... <laughs> my week started out great, okay. you know, and then um, my son had an appointment Wednesday to have his locks retwisted, and I had to finagle getting him there. So basically, what he I had him do was catch a school bus to his grandmother's, which mm-hmm. is not far from work, where I would leave work as I'm walking the kids out skip over to get him and head on to the shop mm-hmm. to get him done. I got I was about ten minutes behind, no big problem. We got there. And on the on the way you had called and I was talking to you. So when we pulled up in front of the shop, I was like, So I ain't go on in, I'll be in, in just a second. Mm-hmm. I was wrapping up my conversation with you and then here he comes trotting back out. And I just figured he'd rather wait in the car because she has somebody in the chair and anybody who does beauty shop, barber shop whatever knows sometimes mm-hmm. there's a wait yeah but rather he comes out and says his appointment isn't till tomorrow which would have been thursday mm-hmm. and i sit there and honestly you know i've talked about on a show on my solo podcast and episodes that we've done together about my chemo brain my memory my mind and everything mm-hmm. so i wasn't even surprised Mm-hmm. That it was the wrong day. I couldn't even be mad. Mm-hmm. It was just like, well, let's keep on trucking. Right. And keep on trucking. We did. And so then Thursday came. All right. Catch the bus to your grandma's house. I'll come and scoop you. We'll head on out. Didn't roll up to the front of the shop until maybe 4 15. Mm-hmm. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking, no big deal, because every time she's always running behind. She was not running behind. She was sitting in her chair. On her phone. However, she would not take him because she had a 445 appointment. And that would have pushed everything back. So I was disappointed. I wasn't angry because, you know, we know the policies. We know how it goes. Um, It was a struggle because my goal, you know, normally his appointments are either on Friday or Saturdays because it's just more convenient for me. Mm-hmm. But he had that program um, for those of you who haven't. I don't even know if I've mentioned it on here. We have. He's in a program called the Kappa League, and they had a Black History Month program and in new member induction um, today. And so I wanted them to be fresh and fly, you know, clean cut, mm-hmm. looking extra nice for that. Um, but it didn't happen. We made it do what it do. Mm-hmm. But my issue is, you know, when we go to stylists or doctor's appointments, everybody can relate. There's this grace period, this 15-minute grace period. Right. But then, and we have to either chuck it up as a loss or compensate them for their time. Right. I get it. Mm-hmm. But what about when we have to sit in the doctor's office for 45 minutes to an hour plus waiting to be seen? Or we get to the beauty shop or the barber salon and they're running behind schedule and we're waiting 
for more than a 15-minute grace period. Where's our compensation? Exactly. I think it should be twofold. Like I said, I'm not saying that to poo-poo on the policy. I get it. I totally get it. But But on the same time, you know, you – the way you expect us to respect your time, respect ours as well. Yeah. You know? hmm So, yeah, that was the beginning slash middle of uh, my week. And it just so happens, I'm going I'm to stop and give a shout out here to Big Brother Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because on the way to pick... Pew, 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 He loves that. <laughs> But um, on the way to picking him up from his granny's house, I was listening to the po- his latest podcast Thursday, which was um, self-preservation. And I always, one of my catchphrases that I stole from Pastor Creighton is, I didn't mean to hit you, mm-hmm. but I didn't mean to miss you either. Mm-hmm. And I, well, the just to sum it up, he talked about, you know, we take all this time to take care of others and make sure other people are happy. You know, we need to take care of ourselves, self-care, self-preservation. Mm-hmm. And I am doing a lot better with that. However, I am nowhere near where I need to be with that. And currently in my life right now, life is lifing. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little hard for me to take time when I need time and slow down when I feel like I should. But uh, shout out to Big Brother. You hit the nail on the head on that one. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Didn't yeah. I, uh, not to um, break up your week, but mm-hmm. at Friday morning when we was doing some transporting, mm-hmm. I had got an attitude. I was like, look, it's 7 o'clock, and Big Brother ain't posted his episode yet. You had a big attitude. I'm going to give him the 10 a.m., and then... I'm going to jump in the DMs. And then you was like, baby, you listened to it yesterday. I was like, shit. Right. And he was <laughs> mad all over again because he was ready for a new episode when I he was. had just listened to an episode mm. and had to wait six more days. Mm. Shout out, fam. <laughs> Shout out, fam. Oh, my gosh. So, but. What? No, I'm not done. I'm not. So, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Although society is not moving like we're still in the middle of a pandem- pandemic. Um, here we are still in the red. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if people paid any attention because they don't report on COVID nearly the way they did. But new strand and mm-hmm. numbers are rising. Mm-hmm. So I got this kid who's probably missed just as many days as he's been present and severe hypochondriac and is has been enabled you know to do that mm-hmm. um this point i don't feel so well first thing in the morning oh baby well let's wait till after reading and if you don't feel well i'll send you down to the nurse yes ma'am okay he trots on back to his seat we go through reading and right after reading his lunch after reading he um oh, poor i don't feel good can i go to the nurse um we're getting ready to go to lunch i'm like well you know what Go to lunch, hopefully it'll make you feel better. And if you don't feel better after we eat lunch, I will definitely send you to the nurse. And he's like, oh, because I just don't feel good. You know, my grandma has COVID. Huh? Wait, do you live with your grandma? Yes, ma'am. Here's your note. Go straight to the nurse's office. Lo and behold, positive. Mm-hmm. So they send him home. And it's so funny, you test positive, but they send you back to the classroom to get your things. They don't yeah. call and have his things brought to him or send somebody to come and get them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fast forward to Friday. One of the kids is in there talking about the other kid. Oh, yeah, he's got COVID. I'm like, stop doing that. You don't know if he has COVID. You All you know is that he wasn't feeling well. He was like, yes, I do. He's my cousin. I was just over there last night. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, well, damn. Mm-hmm. You know he's got COVID. You know Granny has COVID. And why are you over there visiting, chilling, hanging out? So I, I'm just waiting for the domino effect, mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah. And I was just in the other room because I was laying down just tired, trying to get a cat nap in, thinking, am I tired just because I've been ripping and running? Is that going to do I have COVID, you know? Right. So, yeah, there's that. There is that. <clears throat> 
very uh yeah you had a very uh more um um packed week, packed than, week. than you did last week and <laughs> boom, boom, boom. news flash news update my car is back in the shop <laughs> what the hell mm-hmm. But anyway, it's running. It's just that one of the things when they did the whole diagnostics and when I took it in to be checked out, I was like, yeah, it vibrates a little more. You know, when you you expect to hear, I feel a little bit of your motor running. I felt a little too much, you know, vibration. Right. And one of the things that they diagnosed is uh, that I needed to have a motor mount replaced. And yeah, that'll take care of the vibration, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> it feels like it's vibrating harder now right. than when I put it in. And clearly, I paid too much, and y'all going to fix this. Mm. So I dropped it off Friday morning, you know, just for them to look and tell me what it is and then schedule repairs. And, of course, by, you know, I'm leaving work by 4 o'clock, I'm calling just to check in. I was on hold for 10 minutes while they were pulling my paperwork. Needless to say that they had not even pulled my car in. They came back like, oh, yeah, they're pulling it back now, blah, blah, blah. If I hadn't called, they wouldn't have been pulling it back. Right. We should have something for you tomorrow morning or Monday at the latest. They didn't look at my car Saturday. I know they didn't. I know they didn't either. So, Mm -hmm. prayerfully Monday I hear something. Well, on a high note. I'm supposed to get my car this week, <laughs> get my car back this week. So, Lordy, Lordy. Yeah. Life, again, as I said, is lifing right now for yeah. us. But it is. Hey. 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 All right. Well, how about you? How was your week? My week was, it was pretty good. I um, can't remember what day it was. I had. Came to the bedroom, (laughs) and you was like, just based on how you were sitting on the bed, I know this conversation is going to go in a direction I'm not expecting. So I was like, yeah. I was like, I need your advice on how to talk to a coworker about their B.O., so, and this is like a guy that I've been kind of, um, he's very confrontational mm-hmm. about work. Mm-hmm. His, his, it's his, um, it's just his, his personality, mm-hmm. you know, and there's times I have to let him know that he just needs to shut the hell up while I'm trying to speak to him mm-hmm. in a professional manner. You know, I've been doing really good you know, about communicating with people. But I also feel like this is that one person, Mm -hmm. that one person where you got to cuss a motherfucker out. I I think this is, I think this is, I feel it in my bones. I will interject that when we had that conversation, (laughs) when you came in and sat down, just when I looked at you, I was like, he's about to be on his bullshit. I knew yeah. That this was gonna come back up because yeah. I just knew something was gonna pop off. But I, so I did talk to him, mm-hmm. and I did it privately, mm-hmm. not in front of everybody. I did it privately. You know, I was like, "Hey, man, can I ask you a, a personal question?" He was like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "You, um, you have a distinct." Uh, <laughs> fragrance aroma about <laughs> you. I was like, you, you know, do you do you use deodorant or you know what you know? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I went to the gym before I came in. I use old spice, and I use old spice. And I'm like, your spice ain't spice. I was like, I don't, I don't think that's it i in my mind Mm -hmm. i was just like all right man so then he came back like 10 minutes later he's like man now you got me all paranoid like you probably should be paranoid because you're walking around here funky you 
clearing out rooms, like mm-hmm. literally. And uh, is that was that your response when he said you got me pregnant? No, I just said mm-hmm. Okay. I just said mm-hmm. I've been like I said, I've been I've been doing good, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so then he said, I know what it is. It's my detergent. I said, Oh, is it now? He said, <laughs> Yeah. He said it's like some type of old hippie detergent, but- Batula or something. Mm-hmm. I call it funk. I don't know what the hell, but I was just like, all right, man, whatever. It, it. So I, I kind of like sent him away to like a different department just to kind of give me a breather. Because on the days, you know, it's been warm up right. here. And the days it's warm. That candle, El Puebla candle in my office, boy, it just choo choo choo. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not chugging along. It's chugging along. But uh, I got some other good news. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this week is my last week and then I move on to the new warehouse. Okay. So, yeah. That's the good. That's, that's oh, the, I thought that, I thought you was. I yeah. thought you was, when you said good news. I was waiting for you to. Yeah, uh, that's the good news. <laughs> it's crazy because my manager has been gone for two weeks, and mm-hmm. it was like a week and a half that I realized that he had permanently moved to the new warehouse. He didn't even tell me. So wow. So yeah. So I kind of. So I've been because I'm second in charge. Mm-hmm. So. Everything has been falling on me, so I've been like extra busy the last couple of weeks because I've been I've taken over his duties. I'm doing I'm scheduling appointments mm-hmm. for the other warehouse. It's not even for my warehouse; it's for the other warehouse, right. along with unloading trucks and making sure everything is running smooth and getting received in. So. Yeah. I was just going to say, when you said good news, I thought you was get ready to tell us about that stellar review you had. Oh, my review that, mm. you know, it's funny how I'm always the last person to get my review in the whole department. Why do you think that is? Because I'm a black man. No, oh, because, <laughs> because honestly, I'm the easiest one that he has. Mm-hmm. That that that's the that's the answer, right? I'm the easiest review that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he does like, I think he does easy, hard, and then easy, just kind of make it like a smooth transition. Right. But I mean, I think my review was like five minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was we. He actually on a on a lot of my review on a lot of my sections he actually rated me higher than what i rated myself which they say that you shouldn't rate yourself too high Mm -hmm. you shouldn't rate yourself too low so i kind of just always do like a medium Mm -hmm. but i'm generally like one of the highest rated as far as reviews but yeah i did get the um got a good review okay and you know Mm-hmm. You know, we 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 like talk to me, baby. We like to get things that 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 jingle, but we appreciate the things that yeah, fold. fold. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So, you know, I hear you. you know what I'm saying? hear you. But it was good. So he 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 was glad. Mm-hmm. He was glad because, uh, like I said, the whole transition of us moving mm-hmm. and stuff, nobody really knew, but. I'm good. Uh, so, the kind of I did start a new book. Mm-hmm. I started it the um, was it last week? I think it was last week. I started it. Um, the body keeps the score. Oh yeah, yeah. I started that, and I'm gonna tell you something. <sighs> It does not help my emotional roller coaster that I've been mm-hmm. on for like the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. I uh, I did watch Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. 
um I, I appreciate you uh not because we were supposed to go to go see it at the theater. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't get to go. So I appreciate you saving me um, from me using <laughs> all the napkins up, from all the um, tears that was crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I watched that while y'all was gone one weekend. and Tearjerker. You know what? Everybody was talking about how good it was. and this Ain't nobody talk about how emotional it was. Like it was just like after the emotional after one one emotion after another it was just like what? roller coaster ride i was like what i was like i can't even like cheer at the parts because i'm still trying to recover from the last parts <laughs> and then as soon as i do recover <laughs> yeah i'm something else yeah so then i start watching i start i went back to start watching one of my favorite shows blackish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah boohoo and again oh lord i said what in the world is going on. Baby, you just a man who's in tune with your emotions. <sighs> you know okay. what? I'm too old for this shit. This <laughs> shit should have happened years ago. But so I so then I start reading the book. So then a lot of things that they were speaking about was really coming to place. Uh-huh. When you say coming to place, what do you mean? I mean that I'm st- starting to understand I don't know because some, some people say they understand they know what you're talking about but I'm starting to understand your chemo brain mm-hmm. I'm starting to understand a lot of things that you do as a wife and as a mother mm-hmm. um on the chemo brain part, I'm understanding how it is affecting you emotionally and physically. Mm-hmm. So that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <sighs> because, and I, we've discussed this once before about me. I know who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I know how you are. So there's no reason for me to get frustrated or mad at some of the things that you do. You know what I mean? We mm-hmm. talked about this once before. Right. And I think I brought it up in one of my solos. Mm-hmm. And there's still time where times where I forget and I get frustrated. And then on top of that, I think sometimes my frustration isn't really directed towards you. Mm-hmm. It's more directed as why isn't she understanding what I'm trying to do to help her with it, you know, with the struggles that you have, mm-hmm. daily struggles, and you kind of just stare at me and I'm like, why are you just what what, what are you what are you doing? Like and 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 but then like I said when I read the book, mm-hmm. it's just like Willie, you're gonna have to be a little bit more patient, brother, because it, it it's it doesn't work that way. And I get it because when you're expressing that to me, I understand you're fresh. I understand why you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. I give you the blank stare. So because <clears throat> even though I'm wired the way I am, you're wired the way you are. Mm-hmm. And just like you allow me room for who I am, Mm -hmm. I have to allow you room to be frustrated. Mm -hmm. And and my blank stare is like, he needs to get it out. I get why he's frustrated. And then the other half of that blank stare is, there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. I can't, I ain't nothing I can do about it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it sucks. It sucks both ends because yeah. I'm like, I I know she's getting what I'm trying to do, but she's not. It's it's it really is funny because it's funny, but it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like when we out back, we talking to Sam, mm-hmm. 
and she's looking at us, and all of a sudden she takes off running and starts barking. And it's like, <laughs> what are you barking? What are you? Sometimes it's like when I'm talking to you, that's mm-hmm. what it's like. Mm-hmm. Like you be looking at me, then you just take off, and you be like, what was I doing? And I'm like, I don't know. We was just in the middle of a conversation. You just took off. I don't know. And then you like, well, what was I doing? I was like, I don't know what you was doing because you just took off. I don't, right. You didn't say nothing. You was like, well, I just told you. And I'm like, what? So that's where that frustration comes in mm-hmm. at, you know. Um, I also realized that that um, let me see if I put this in the right words. I had it. I didn't write it down. I get why you treat the kids the way that you do because that's the way that you want to be treated. This is what I'm Mm -hmm. coming up with. Mm -hmm. So, like, when it's time for discipline and all that stuff, your technique is way different than my technique, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, I get why she's like, no, I'll just talk to him. To me, I'm like, no, the hell with the talking. (laughs) (laughs) Get the belt. Right. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, and you're like, no. So I'm like, and the more I'm reading the book, I'm like, okay, you're reflecting the way that you feel towards the kids because that's how you want to be treated mm-hmm. emotionally. Mm-hmm. So that's how you talk to the kids. I think, I feel like that could also hurt them mm-hmm. in the long run mm-hmm. because what I'm doing is. Like, no, we need to set them up for real life situations outside of home Mm -hmm. because it's not going to be like that when they have a manager, a supervisor, or a lead that needs to put them to the side to have a conversation. It may not always be in that type of tone. It may be more, excuse me, more direct Mm -hmm. to the point to where they're not understanding that that directness is not meant to degrade them or meant to um, make them feel bad as a person, as a worker, but it's meant for them. It's meant to get a point across Mm -hmm. without having to repeat what was said. Right. Right. So that's, that's my part. Mm-hmm. That's what I do because, like, no, because I got de- I deal with these type of people every day. Right. So I'm telling you that the direction you're taking, one, is not helping because we're having the same conversation. Right. So that's how I know it's not helping. Mm-hmm. So we have to go. We need to go. A different we, approach. We we need to go eighties. And late late seventies approach, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but at but at the same time, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it because you that's that's you reflecting how you're feeling. That's how you want. That's how you you put that on the kids. Right. That's how you talk to the kids. That's how you deal with them. So I get it. I get it. Yeah, your book is very good. It's and it's deep. It's like a, it's kind of as you say, an eye opener, Mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of things. And even, you know, like you said, you understanding me and, and me understanding me too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Yeah. that's a good one. Um, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. And, and for those of you, cause we've talked, we've touched on the book before, just, to let you know, um, the body keeps count is about how your body, um, how the trauma that you've experienced in your past mm-hmm. manifests itself 
even in ways that you don't remember or acknowledge, your body will. Yeah. You know, I had talked about that time. The way I was introduced to the book, I was talking to a co-worker about how it was like uh, my mom passed right before Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And Mother's Day came. And, of course, you know, naturally I'm sad. I get why I'm sad. I'm mm-hmm. grieving. Mm-hmm. And I was getting ready to go upstairs. Don't know what I was going up upstairs for. But by the time I got to the fourth step, my steps got slower. Mm -hmm. By the time I got to the six steps, I couldn't even walk. Mm -hmm. This was in the morning, I guess, before it registered to me that it was Mother's Day. Mm -hmm. And my body already knew. Mm -hmm. And so as I'm sitting on the steps, because I physically can't even walk anymore, first I'm like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And then it's like it clicks. It's Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And that's my first one without my mom. So, yeah, just to, you know, for those of you who haven't heard it or didn't hear us talk about it before, yeah. good book. Yeah, good it, book. Is, it is. Um, yeah, because it, it talks about how a lot of people that go through trauma don't realize they even go through trauma. Mm-hmm. But their body. Mm-hmm remembers so there's certain things that those triggers yeah that people lash out don't know why they're lashing out mm-hmm. or they do or say things that's their body mm-hmm. responding to a trauma that they didn't realize or that or that they forgot about right so right. it's a uh, and and it was crazy because then I kept thinking and thinking and then I was like I wonder why that's out Pictures. Mm. You're big on pictures. Uh, you're touchy. You know, that's your love language. You're mm-hmm. touchy. But at the same time, I understand that I'm like your comfort. My safe space. Sa- yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's part of your body keeps the score mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. So I have yeah. to, yeah. And it's funny that you even mentioned that because today I read, not read, I saw a clip. It was a video clip um, of a guy who was talking, and my assumption is that he's a therapist. I didn't really, it wasn't a long clip. But he was explaining if you've ever been in a relationship, um, whether it be a spouse, boyfriend, girlfriend, kids, whatever, and Sometimes they get aggressive, but not in a mean way. It's kind of loving way. And (laughs) they talked about, like, it could be you and your spouse, and you just look at them in, like I say, you my safe safe space, or Mm -hmm. you overcome with emotions. And sometimes, (laughs) and I'll, you know how I would say you love hard, Mm -hmm. are you heavy handed? Or me, yes, sir. Okay. Or you know the the bites, and I'm like, ow. Yeah. And it was just talking about how sometimes that's like a a pressure valve release in love and affection. Oh, uh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, my my mm-hmm. language. Yeah. Yeah. Or even they say when they get playful and want to tickle or pillify, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, it is. But yeah, so that's kind of a. There's. I was trying to find it. I should have. I didn't think about it till just now. Mm-hmm. The um, there's another book that I think will go along with that. Mm-hmm. Is the. Uh, it's a five, five levels of attachment. Attachment, yeah. Yeah, that one. The five levels of, of attachment. Mm-hmm. That's like the same thing, except it doesn't go as deep as this book does because mm-hmm. this gets more like chemically in your brain mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's another good book to read, you know, for people who has went through some type of trauma or mm-hmm. – a bad breakup, mm-hmm. but so yeah, so uh, 
that's been my emotional roller coaster. I see. <laughs> and a roller coaster it has been. I'm just trying to be better for you, baby. And I appreciate that. My queen. I appreciate that, my king. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's Saturday night. Welcome to Midnight Love. I'm your host, Scarlett. Mm. And I'm over here with my co-host, Sweet Willie. <laughs> it is not sweet. <laughs> it's sweet. We on air. It's Sweet Willie. It's Willie Blade. Oh, Willie Blade. Because okay. I drink beer, liquor, and drugs every day. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> That's why I cannot. That's why I cannot. Okay, so. Great segue right into our topic. Feels yeah. like we've already um, small talked for 30 minutes. No, that was, that, that was, that was, but, um, that was good conversation. Yeah. So yeah. go ahead, babe, introduce our topic today. So we, I want to talk about in the event of my demise, a topic that a lot of people avoid. A lot of people do, and and I know I've kind of brought things up here and there mm-hmm. the last few episodes. It's been something that's on my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to get too, too deep because we decided to kind of break some things up. That mm-hmm. way it's not a boo-hoo. Right. <laughs> Heavy, emotional. Yeah. We all have traumas. We're not trying to add to it. Yeah. So... I think one thing that I have been stressing to you that I think gets ignored in the black community mm-hmm. is being prepared. Right. For, there was a couple months ago, and I was like, hey, babe, I said, if something happens to you, mm-hmm. what happens to Zion? And for some for our new listeners that has not been on this journey with us, mm-hmm. Zion is my stepson. Mm-hmm. So I said, what happens to Zion if something happens to you? And you was like. <laughs> I was like, I hadn't even thought about it. Yeah. And you was like, well, does he want to stay with me or go, you know? And, you know, that's with his father. Mm -hmm. And just without getting into any details, they don't have the greatest relationship, you know. And it's Zion and Lexi, and Lexi is out on her own. And um, I hadn't even thought about it. And then I did have that conversation with him the next day. Mm -hmm. You know, what are your wishes? Mm -hmm. Because at this age, he's old enough where if something did happen to me, the courts are going to want to hear from him, mm-hmm. be, you know, because he is old enough. And uh, his, he said if anything happened, he said he wanted to stay here. Sidebar, not to put you on the spot, how come I wasn't involved with that conversation? I guess because I was so taken aback when you brought it up to me that I hadn't even really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Or, and... I, ha- I felt a sense of urgency. Okay. So we had that conversation. Like, you and I had that conversation that evening. And y'all had it that morning. That morning on the way into school. I yeah, was like, next morning. let me find out how he, because I really wanted to know how he felt about it. And mm-hmm. and I get where you, you know, where you, and that's not a sidebar when you ask why wasn't I involved. But I guess, you know, I had a reality, a jolt of reality. Hey. Mm-hmm. This is a real thing that I need to consider. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to, yeah, put a rush on that. <laughs> right, right, right. Stat, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, because it, 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 I don't know, it just popped in my mind. It just, it just popped. I was like, I wonder, you mm-hmm. know, or whatnot. Yeah. Me and him's never had that talk, but I was like, well, I need to talk to you because you're. Right. You're the lead, you're, you're you're the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge. I'm yeah, the mom. Yeah, yeah. you're exactly. the boss. So, um, but I've also been like, hey, what 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 you what what's your plans? What you know for funeral? You know right. how you 
have you even picked a place that you want to have it? Do I mean, how many songs you want? <laughs> you want songs, you know? And it's so funny. Not funny that you eat. Not funny is not the word I'm. I really want to use, but I say it's so funny that you even bring that up because, you know, my father passed away a few years ago, and you know during that time, we were going through that and planning with my stepmother. I said, look, I told her, I said, we when we were at, we were actually at the funeral home. And, you know, when you go and you make arrangements, they give you like a, an um, obituary template that you mm-hmm. fill in. And I told her, I said, I looked at her and I said, Audrey, if anything happens to you, I said, I don't know half of this stuff. So I actually, I was like, you need to get an extra one and fill it out. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, you know, they talk about childhood, yeah, you know, high school, organizations, church um, affiliation. Affiliate. I mean, it's so much on there that they, you know, want to know. And I had no clue. Yeah. So it's funny how in that situation, I'm like, hey, I need you to do all this, this and this. Mm-hmm. And. Cause I don't know, mm-hmm. and she has made all the preparations. She knows she has songs. Who she has, she has created her whole funeral program, mm-hmm. and has told me exactly where it is in the house with all the paperwork. I have her, you know, doctor's numbers and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you figure, mm-hmm. having gone through as much loss as I have in my life. Mm-hmm. And my mom was my first loss. Um, Of course, my stepfather took care of all of that. But then I lost my grandma. Then I lost my sister. Then I lost my nephew. Then I lost my brother. I had to take care of all of those. I was the person in charge for all of those. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, as we're talking, maybe that's a part of my trauma why I haven't even. It could be. And that's just me sitting here as I'm talking through it, thinking Mm -hmm. it might be part of my trauma. But, you know, we say this to say it's it's something that people need to consider. It's something people need to prepare and plan for. Yeah, because there's a lot of stuff (laughs) that... I have no idea on your end. Right, right. And then, like, there are things that you've told me, Mm -hmm. but, like, in my mind, the way my mind goes, I don't remember half of that. You know something else I thought about? What? Would I be... Would I be... Taking, what's the word I'm looking for? Okay, so you know how I say that I want to be cremated. Mm -hmm. I don't want no, no pastor. Right. I, I I got two, three songs, and they're not even church related. Right. And one of them's one of them's a Prince song, (laughs) so it lets you know. Right. But would would I? Would that be taken away? I can't think of the word. Taking away from me being able to. To mourn. Grieve and let go. Yes. Be, uh, other than because, you know, the whole funeral thing, wake, graveyard, it's a whole process. Right. And, you know, when you get cremated, they it's done, done. I mean you may have like a little thing at the funeral home with a collo- with a pick collage or mm-hmm. or you know a little uh uh 30 minute video loop mm-hmm. with some songs right. that's it yeah but you know what what generally speaking when you say cremation you know people have like a memorial service but you know what people are doing more and more now even if they want to be cremated, they'll have a funeral. Yeah. 
and you know have the body viewed mm-hmm. and, and, then, and, and then, then be cremated. But I'm gonna to answer your question. Um, but the I think in some in those cases, that's already been prepared. Yes, it's already been yes. planned out mm-hmm. that this is what they want. Mm-hmm. And then in other cases, some people don't have enough money, right, to have that whole burial. Burial, Why? so yes. it's just cheaper to the cremate them, and we we split the ashes or what whatnot. This is what I'm gonna say to answer your question. I will be, I'm gonna grieve regardless. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be satisfied in making sure that I followed your wishes, mm-hmm. just because you know the nature of our relationship. Mm-hmm. We um are very different in a lot of ways. But in our relationship, we respect those differences Mm -hmm. and those wishes. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want, baby, you can have. Right. And that's not going to take away. That's going to be honoring the person I love. Right, right. So, yeah, no, it wouldn't. Okay. I was just just asking. Mm So I was like, I wonder if, you know. No. I can't think of what the word is. Like closure, maybe? I guess. I guess. I don't know. But I I get what you're trying to say. I'm going, if you go before me, I'm going to be a mess anyway. Yeah. Regardless of funeral, graves, all of that. Mm -hmm. It might even be, honestly, having gone through that so much, so many times. It'd probably be easier. Easier for me mm-hmm. than to have to do, oh, my God, yeah. Yeah. But just, like I said, what it all boils down to is whatever your heart's de- desire is, that's it. Right. That's it. And you know what's so weird? What's weird, baby? My daddy did yeah. not want a funeral. He wanted to be cremated. I remember you... And saying that. Yes, and I still, and uh, <laughs> I couldn't, and Audrey said that she told him no because she didn't believe in that. And I'm just thinking, how horrible. I would, <laughs> it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It is funny. It's dark humor to me. Right. But I, when you told me that, I was like, so we did a, Two and a half hour drive <laughs> to all that the because my dad's a veteran. Yeah, yeah, and they did the whole the whole shebang. Twenty one gun salute. Yeah, the flat, all of that. Yeah, and then we had to drive like another two hours back. I was like, she owe me gas money because <laughs> this is so sick in the head. I, but yes, yeah. yes, and. She wants, <laughs> she she wants all the bells and whistles, and I talk, and it's funny because just um after I had the wreck in your car, mm-hmm. and she picked me up from work, and we were going home, I had threatened her. We I don't even remember what we were talking about. I said, "See, when you die, I'm gonna cremate you. I ain't gonna do all that you want two days. I said, I'm gonna have your. She said, No, I want my wake and my funeral separate and this, oh, that, and the other. I, I said, Nope. I said, As a matter of fact, I'm gonna put your wake and funeral in the same day. She mu- <laughs> she, she probably wants like one of those three, four day type of things where, where they have the wake on the Tuesday and then Thursday. Mm-hmm. Is the funeral mm. and service and all that type of And then of the thing. burial is yeah. that right. Yeah. It's like, no, but she definitely wanted her way, you know, on a separate day, a separate day. But I also think, you know, in just uh her and I, our general conversations, some of her thought process have changed a bit, mm-hmm. you know, in thinking about ease on family and stuff, where she's even <laughs> considering having the funeral and the wake, because you know, people have the wake. And then the funeral right after. Mm-hmm. And for me, when my mom passed, that was always the choice because there it was it was five days, and those were the five longest days of my life mm-hmm. from the day she passed to having her wake and then her funeral. Mm-hmm. One, I acknowledge now probably because it was my first loss and it was such a great loss. Mm -hmm. But 
the dread of having to do a wake to sit with my mom's body and then have to go through all of those emotions again all over the next day for a funeral. It was, that to me, in itself was trauma. Mm -hmm. That was traumatic for me. And so, like I said, those four four deaths after that I was in charge of, wake and funeral, same day. I can't. Yeah. I, I know, uh, well, you remember, was it like, yeah, last year when my nephew passed, mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm just doing the wake. I'm not doing the funeral the next day. I'm just doing the wake. I'm going to say my piece to him. Mm -hmm. That's the... That's the only person that I needed to, right? You know, for me, mm -hmm. it was just me him have a conversation, right? I'm I'm not obligated to come and see everybody else and hug. I get it; it's part of the process, it's part of the grieving process. I'm not wired that way, right? But at the same time, we sitting in this wake. Okay, babe. Uh, Twenty minutes has passed. I'm good. Well, don't you want to go? No, because we've been sitting here for twenty minutes, and I've been studying my nephew right. in the casket. Right. I'm good. Right. I don't want to chop it up. He he ha ha. High five. Right. What you been up to? While my nephew's twenty feet away. No. I'm no. Yeah. It's a wrap. I'm I've done. I'm good. My piece. Yeah. And you I get that in the sense that I've had so much experience in funeral homes that now one I only go if I feel like I have to. Mm hmm And then when I go, I if I can avoid the body, I'm avoiding the body at all costs. I don't need to walk up to a casket. I don't want to. Mm hmm Yeah. Uh we kind of got a little bit off track. Yeah, Just we did. <laughs> Good conversation. So um, the prep the preparation part. Yeah. Um, and in preparing for this podcast, I thought to myself, we need to put together like a binder or folder of information. And, and I'm and I when I say that, I'm thinking about wills, living wills, power of attorneys, yeah. accounts, mm -hmm. and policies. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff. So, in the event, in the event of one of our demises, mm -hmm. in dealing with all the emotions that come along with that, in taking the stress off of trying to pull all of this stuff together. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I had a um, friend whose stepfather's stepfather passed, and her mom had no clue about his accounts, if he had insurance, none of that. But it wasn't because it was because they didn't share that kind of information. Mm -hmm. And he may have even been, and some people, you all need to listen to this, you know, there are people who don't like to talk about death. Yeah. And, and so... And bringing any of it up, even when he got sick, he shut it down. Yeah. So, yeah. That uh, superstitious mm -hmm. about, you know, we, mm -hmm. if, if you talk about it, it's going gonna, it's gonna right. to happen type of thing. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, when my grandfather died, um, he had told her, you know, she knew policies and all of this, but it was months after his past. She's like, I'm still finding money. Yeah. Just like accounts and and policy, you know, he was my grandfather was a preparer, and he was an over preparer, and he was gonna make sure. Yeah, yeah. Because he in saying that he reminds me of you in that sense. Right. Yeah. Right. What's well, I said? He was probably one of those people who mm -hmm. went through it. I uh, seen this like I'm not, you know, because some people's services maybe a week or two because they got a call, they got they yeah. got to go up to the job. Get the policy number and all this stuff. I mean, you know, di different type of insurances and stuff like that. Or even having to wait because they don't have the money to bury them. Yeah. 
Yeah, Cause absolutely. Because they, they got to get the information. The um, GoFundMe's. Y'all get insurance. Get yeah. insurance. Yeah. Yeah. And I tell you the one thing that I kind of, I kind of regret. I have insurance. I have, you know, the policy that I have on my job, and then I have a personal policy. Uh, I did all that, you know, when first out on my own getting a job. I wish I had gotten more coverage from the beginning mm-hmm. because now since I've had cancer, it's harder to get coverage, and then it's the rates are sky high, you know. Yeah. It goes down the further out I get. So I'm go- I'm having to look and relook at, you know, adding more. Well, that you know, that's that's just something that that's not talked about, right? You know, you get it. You no, know, you either go to college, you go to job, you get a job. Mm-hmm. Ain't no talk about yeah. and getting this. You know, getting the life insurance, health insurance, yeah. and all of that. Ain't no, mm-hmm. ain't no talk about that. Yeah. So, I think I, I, I've been trying to be up on it a little bit more because mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more wiser. But I mean, hell, I mean. If I do go before you, it's going to be a quick, quick process. Quick. Quick. Look, and like, <laughs> I mean, you do know that I'm an uh, organ donor, right? Yeah. I think we've talked about that. We yeah. both are. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Harvest, your, harvest your organs and throw you in a furnace, baby. Is that it? Hey. Yeah, unless you just want to keep my eyes, you know. Hey, somebody, baby, somebody, stop it. Just stop. Somebody's gonna be looking dope. First of all, give an honor to God who's ahead of my day. Life, your life. Think I'm gonna let some other bitch look in your eyes. Oh my God. So anyway. So you think just because you whispered, they can't hear you? They didn't hear that. (laughs) Y'all didn't hear that. (laughs) So yeah, I mean the things you are, you know. Wills, living wills, power of attorney, attorney, medical power of attorney. You all can put beneficiaries on your bank accounts so you can list your spouse on your bank accounts so they don't have to go through any of that, mm-hmm. you know, as far as probate and all that, finances being locked up because you're grieving and your loved one has passed. Them payments are still due. Yep. Them bills are still due. Mm-hmm. And those those customer service rep, those accounts, they're gonna come at you three kinds of sideways, making you feel like you have to pay that. Yeah. Or putting that, you know, burden on you. So yeah. They don't care. No. It's a job. Any shape, form, or fashion. It's a job. And they have these lists of questions that they have to ask you. Yeah. The first thing they're going to talk about is an estate. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And make sure you know what an estate is. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And then check your beneficiaries. Because when we do that stuff... Some some people may have passed, gone on, mm-hmm. or check your beneficiaries, you guys, if you're listening, to make sure you have who you want to have listed, listed. I remember a story they was telling us uh, during open enrollment one time where um, a guy and a wife was married for like 20-something years, 20, 30-something years, right? Mm-hmm. His wife was the beneficiary. Mm-hmm. They get divorced. He's had a whole nother family, wife, more kids, mm-hmm. grandkids. Mm-hmm. He never changed his beneficiary. Yeah. So his ex-wife. Everything. Got everything. He never changed it. Mm-hmm. All the years, he just never thought about it. And sometimes it. you don't. In, you don't. You don't think about those. Those are things that are easily. Um, Forgot about. Yeah, falling to the wayside. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different now the way that you do open enrollment mm-hmm. because it's like mandatory that you have to, you either update it or mm-hmm. they make you check it. Check it. But right. back then, you just, you wrote on wrote a piece of paper, you and turned it, it in. And it was it. It was it. You didn't, you didn't think about it. Right. So, yeah, check that, y'all. Check your information. 
um, is conversations. You know, those are hard conversations to have. I'd have that conversation um, with my aunt. I've been you on know, it with my mom. Going through that, she has no mm-hmm. life insurance. And I'm glad she brought up the fact that that's something that we need to look at. And that's also something I'm going to look into personally because I'm her person. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. 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 We, we need to definitely make sure that we together, mm-hmm. you know, one begging. Yeah. One sound. Yeah. So. And maybe that's, you know, we can work on that. Um, no, we don't want to work. Well, sh- maybe we can work on that while we're, when we take our time off. Yeah. Yeah. Devote a day to at least getting it organized. Can I ask a question? Yes. Are you going to have like a choir? Like, how many songs are you planning on doing? Is there going to be a time limit on the pastor or reverend that he's going to speak? This is what I'm going to say. I will have I I will pick whatever songs I want, okay. which will probably be two, two, maybe three. Okay. And if there's three, the third one is gonna be walking out the door as they wheeling my casket out the door. Y'all saying while we de- going on down the aisle. Okay. I'll let you handle that. Okay. But I will say there will be an omega omega ceremony for my sorority at my. That that is fine. But yeah, I you just... can you can limit. The time, and you can limit the people. Okay. Yeah. Um, What's up? And I'm, for the record, mm-hmm. for you and the listeners out there, when I go, at mm-hmm. my wake, at my funeral, mm-hmm. if anybody shows up with anything airbrushed, they ought to be turned away at the door. Bet. Now, if they want to get shirts because, because Laura, my daughter, and her RIP, you know, she has one for Aunt Lula, and I get that. And she was like, Mom, she knows she can have one for herself, but she knows she better not show up at my wake or my funeral. And she better not let anybody in there with airbrush nothing. Can I ask a question? Yes. What if it's like a her blue jean outfit, like a blue jean jacket and a blue jean? Is it airbrushed? I'm just asking. I'm asking, is it airbrushed? It could be. I don't know. Is yes. it going? No. Yeah. There will be nothing okay. airbrushed allowed. Bet. Bet. I'm just saying. Okay. And then you also know mm-hmm. that if it's somebody that I haven't talked to within like the last two weeks, they are not to be. There's no entry. So that means that if it's only me, me, you, Zion, Samantha, and my mama, then that just that this is what it what it is. Well, how about this? What's up? You don't want to have a service anyway. Yeah. So yeah, if you if at that time you mm. ain't been in contact with nobody, yeah, baby, yeah, if you don't want a service, we don't yeah. have to have a service. I mean, if you weren't with me when I was living, then I don't want to take you with me when I was when I'm dead. Right. Because. Ain't no bump beds and caskets. Shut up. Okay. Shut up. You're right. You're right. So, listeners, (laughs) listeners, in the event of your demise, be prepared. Yes. And a lot of people have the mind. Not let me take that back. Not all. There are people who are not prepared who have the mindset: I'm gonna be dead and gone anyway. I'm not worried about it. Mm -hmm. Don't leave that burden on the people who are left grieving you especially the kids right especially yeah yeah so well babe yes love do you have anything else before we uh, walk back in this juke junk nah that's it that's it that's it i'm fixing a shade mister (laughs) (laughs) and uh before we leave uh gotta give another gotta give a big shout out to um joe from um, Botox with Joe. He gave us a nice shout out on this last episode. So you make sure you check out Joe with uh, Bo, uh, Botox with Joe. Sorry, we're getting a little sleepy over here. Boat talk? Bold. 
Bold Talk. Okay. With, Bold Talk. B O L D T A L K. Yeah. Bold Talk with Joe. Yes. And oh. he is on YouTube. All right. Look him up. All right. Well, I guess we're going to uh, run on out there, my queen. Uh, until next time. Stand this pain much longer. I think I better let it go.